It's kind of the same thing as just doing it live. Like, oh, he's talking, go to him. Exactly. I think that's what like JRE does. I think Jamie's doing it. Jamie's able to do it live. He's just going from camera to camera. And it doesn't have to be super professional. I think I told you the one that they did recently. I think it was the Sober October recap where there's four of them. Oh, yeah. Man, he's just like, yeah, yeah. (laughs) he's like on point. Even when he was getting the guys on the scales. One of the comments was talking like, damn, Jamie with the the directing skills. (laughs) Jesus. Shout out to Jamie. It must be a hard job, like, especially having to readjust the cameras. There's, There's a Reddit subgroup called um praise the cameraman and it's, <laughs> and it's clips these awesome clips where like the cameraman is just like killing, just killing it. it just perfect like a ball and he's like perfectly following and getting everything in the shot Jeez. and then i think i think jamie was one of the posters of course like praise the cameraman because he's just fucking on <laughs> click, it click 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 <laughs> it's it's we're kind of lucky that it doesn't need to be like super tailored like directed to the point that like i need to catch every time that you yeah, talk yeah like I can have it switch back and forth, and plus I have the the overhead one as well, exactly, right? Yeah. So it's not too it's bad. Not big, yeah. uh, so that part of it doesn't get judged too much. It's just it just adds. I don't know what it, what it does, but it adds something to the show. I, I feel it like when I watch it every Some now and then. Sort of psychology thing. Don't know what it is. You know. add two more cameras, and enjoyment goes up slightly. Like it it adds to the value. That's all it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and even these. Yeah, these are dope. And they, got they're the so easy. Yeah, the None of this shit no more. The, I can the, fucking the stiff shit. <laughs> <laughs> I can kick all I want. I can get yeah. up even when yeah. I, I have guests. Like I have drinks and shit in there, so it's just easy. To just what do you want? Oh yeah, nice. Just two cups there at all. Ex- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just two just, cups. You're just missing some whiskey right there. Oh, do you want me to open the door? Right there. <laughs> you want? You want? There you ex- go. Exactly. <laughs> we got fucking uh, beer and oh, all that shit in there. Oh, blinders, by the way. Oh my god. So. I'm on episode three of season three. This is not a spoiler. Don't worry. But 80, I'd say at least 80, probably closer to 85 to 90% of all scenes involve smoking and drinking whiskey. Of course. I don't. <laughs> There's th- that gangster. Like, I remember time. like going through like, like halfway through season two. I'm like, holy, like every fucking scene, like Killian Murphy's lungs are probably fucked up from filming as Thomas Shelby. Touché. He's smoking in every scene. I know. Every scene he's pulling out a cigarette in a match and lighting it. And I love That's how the insane. scene, it doesn't have, and it rarely starts with him already smoking. Like they always show him pulling one out <laughs> and lighting it and smoking all the time, constantly. I'd, and they're always drinking whiskey. Pretty much everywhere uh, in that show seems like it's smoky somehow. Oh, yeah. Whether it's from smoke Everything. from somebody's cigarettes, but even like the atmosphere that they're yep. in, it just seems uh, steam from like industry yep. warehouses and all that type they're of shit. smoke in every scene. That's it's gotta weird. be done on purpose, yeah. It's, it's really an effect weird. of theirs to, to have yeah. people to come back to the show. Uh, but yeah, like just having that ease of the, the alcohol and shit too yeah, like the yeah. rg one was pretty cool i'm not sure if you got to catch that yeah I, I want you i want you to listen to it just to yeah, critique okay. my ass in a yeah, sense yeah, yeah. the okay. one thing i have listened to it back again and i hate listening to myself I can't. like i highly doubt you've ever you ever nope. go back and listen to these nope. right because i already know the content and i'm not gonna listen to me i hate it yeah. that too but like i'm trying to look at it more f- some as like a, a critiquing for myself yeah. like i want to study myself in a bit and see what i can do to improve the one thing that i find that i did a lot in that podcast and hopefully i didn't do in the fernando project one that comes out in a couple days um is interrupt people like like i like to laugh and i like to like enjoy the content that i'm hearing just from the other person but i feel like i'm jumping in too much uh while they're talking and cutting off their train of thought you know what i mean like i i know other people get critiqued for it too i think shab is kind of like fucking like constant right like i I don't want to be that with him though it's like it's like he hasn't really thought out his question before he starts speaking. Yeah. So now he's trying to find the words in the right order. And, and then he pauses, then they start to jump in. And then yeah. it's like he 
he figures out a better way that but he you gotta, shoots back in. Uh, to a certain extent, I kind of uh, understand that just to the fact that like you don't know whether if you should be digging a little bit deeper into the topic yeah, that's actually yeah. at hand or should you be transitioning to another yeah. one now, right? But I'm trying to go into every conversation that I have with a guest or you or whoever the fuck it is. Even the people that I have on the podcast come on every now and then through Skype is to like, no, are we going to uh, go deeper into that topic or are we going to go into another one? Um, I feel like I'm getting better at that. Yeah, we'll see. Fuck. <laughs> if you're trying to figure out what you're doing wrong, then you'd only get better. Exactly. And that <laughs> I, I thought it would be weird to listen to myself over and over again. But I'm like, okay, if you go through it with an analytical state of mind rather than an enjoyment state of mind, then you can actually make things a little bit better. Um, I want you to see the RG one because he's – have you met RG? I feel like a, you've been to the so. gym. I've been to the gym, but I swear yeah. it was only when, like, after hours. Oh, we, yeah, yeah. We, we went to go spar and shit, yeah, right? Or, just or for you fun. You taught me how to box <laughs> yeah. a bit, a bit. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't anything yeah. crazy. Uh, but, yeah, he's just, like, this super charismatic, like, uh, uh, Jamaican dude that grew up in Montreal. And his brothers are, like, super high-level boxers in the Canadian boxing scene. Oh, okay. Like, they fought, like, Roy Jones Jr. They fought uh, a couple other guys. But, they like, when you think about Canadian boxing... These are the guys that kind of got Grant Brothers. It's kind of what they're known as. So then he he had an amateur career, uh, boxed a little bit, kept getting injured, but stayed around the scene uh, and rival boxing. If you see that logo up there the, of the gloves, um, yeah. that looks familiar, right? Uh, it's actually a Canadian uh, guy, Russ Amber, who ended up coaching RG for a bit. Uh, he ended up making that brand. And then RG just started coaching and like fucking... He has MMA guys now. He came in like when MMA was booming in Toronto. Him, Neil, and all those guys opened up that Grand MMA, MMA yeah. uh, and they they kind of exploited that market. In that, you know, it, it kind of it peaked heavily around then, right? Remember when UFC was just getting big in Toronto and everybody was going psycho about it? Uh, so they managed to maintain enough of the core group of members that they can keep the gym running. But there's been so many gyms that have come and gone in the industry. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking nuts. It's a hard business to run because. You're not charging like a good life membership, right? You're charging thirty, like thirty-five to forty bucks for a gym membership, roughly. The one that I go to, I'm lucky. I'm paying like twenty to twenty-four bucks a month. It's not that bad. But to go to a gym that has specialized training like that, the premium is so much higher. It's but that's the higher. standard industry. It's way higher. It's very expensive. Industry think, standard. Think, Why um, the fuck did I say that? <laughs> yeah. It's like a what is it like eighty bucks a month if you sign a one-year contract? Closer. So, to a yeah. hundred bucks okay yeah and that's if you buy the year up front yeah. you have to buy the year up front otherwise if it's like i remember the other gym the dog pound mma i remember that was like uh there was a six month rate yes and then there was a three month and then a month to month yeah the month to month was like 120 bucks oh month. yeah it was like it's, it's a I lot i think ours was like 150 ish so then if you can't really commit to doing at least like three classes a week it doesn't feel like you're getting exactly your money's worth right so it's it's a fun workout but yeah. i'm lucky at the the gym that i have uh, the regular gym I go to, they have boxing punching bags. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. like I'll go do a little bit of weights and then I'll yeah. go hit the bag for like twelve rounds okay, or something. Yeah, yeah. That's how I put my cardio in rather than going to run. Don't I used to like running. I don't like I it as much hate anymore. Hate running. But I've always hated. Running. Just just burn a little bit before hitting the bag and just fucking go nuts. Yeah. Like not go nuts, but like pretend you you're fighting somebody. Yeah. Pretend you're fighting somebody for twelve rounds. That's kind of what I like. I do one round to warm up and then I will do the rest of it. Like I'm going through. I know I'm going to a decision, but let me try to win this fight type of thing. Okay. Yeah. It's fun. Like. It's just especially baked, and you got music yeah, and yeah, shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever really sparred or anything like that. No. Just the one time with me, right? That's yeah, really no, about I'd it. I'd like to get like a bag. I just don't know where the fuck to keep it in my house because I would have the, the basement free, right? And then I'm like the garage. We put our cars. I'm if like, you think you would do it often enough, yeah. 
uh the one at my gym is like the gym is like 20 to 22 bucks a month okay i got in early so i'm not sure if they like i got in before they even opened up so i'm not sure how much they've increased increased their prices i would rather i'd like to get a bag somewhere would you rather have that like i feel like it would be a nuisance in the house though almost though well, as long as I can find a place, to like garage is normally most where most people yeah, keep them. That's where you would, because otherwise, like. But you guys regularly use your garage too, right? That's the thing. It yeah, would have to be like the summer or some shit where you guys could like. Yeah. But even then, I don't. You, you guys don't do that. You guys just keep all the cars in the garage, garage all the time. In the garage, yeah. Yeah. I can definitely move it out for the time that I want to. I could just pull my car into the driveway and then Touché. like it, it could be in the corner and I drag it out. So. That's probably something. Yeah. But then it's yeah, just the so fun. Like, I don't know. Like it, I, I, especially with how much fighting we watch, you see the weird technique, like the, the combos that people are throwing. Mainly I just do boxing. I don't do any kickboxing or anything like that. Right. But like uh, a guy like Peter Yan, like you fucking watch that guy and see his diversity of strikes. Yeah. And you're like, fuck man. Like, okay, let me see if I can try to put like, I see grasp, grasp how hard it is to actually put like a three punch combination like that together it's really whatever hard. the fuck it it's is it's all muscle memory though you just have to keep doing it repeatedly over and over and over and over over a long time and then eventually it's just time you have to put in the time the one thing i've kind of been working on is just the one two the simple yeah. and basic one two and then every time after that just throw something else behind it yeah. whether it's like a hook or an uppercut or something like that just build that foundation of the one two because that's technically the the punching combination that normally gets people into range to land the bigger blows yeah, yeah. right it's the it's your um, battering ram essentially. You come down the middle with the one two, and you ha- you pretty much open that guy, seeing how he's going to react to you, and then you can either go to the body, you go to the head, yeah, whatever the fuck yeah, it is. Switch it up. It's like that's why I love guys like Peter Yan. I don't know if I can think of a another fun striker like Peter Yan currently in the UFC. Israel Adesanya, yeah. Peter Yan's more boxing though. Like Adesanya throws in a lot of kicks. He th- um, Yan doesn't. Yan throws that often. some kicks. He does. Yeah, he throws yeah, some yeah. kicks. I mean, he but yeah, not as out, much as Izzy. He, he did knock out Faber with a kick, but he's like one, next boxing. level. Have you seen like some of the training clips of him? Who? Uh, Yan. No, no. Dude, <laughs> this guy. I know. I've heard he's a. Remember the, the Hector Lombard stories? No. Where he's just a fucking like hard oh, person to train with. About Lombard. Okay, I thought you yeah, meant sorry. Lombard talking about Yan. Like, oh, oh no, 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 my bad. Yeah. Uh, like uh, Lombard training, like training yeah, with Lombard yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a monster. They're like, Yan is pretty much it. This guy's throwing flying knees. <laughs> like, it's... He's one of like, those guys. Like, flying knees with intention, not flying knees just yeah, to throw it. Yeah, With yeah. intention. He's one of those guys. You gotta like, okay, <laughs> chill out. Chill out, bro. We're not trying to kill each other in sparring. I'm like... I would not want to spar with him, but I'm sure he would be able to step your game up so much higher. Oh, yeah, obviously. Just sure. to be around that he guy. He doesn't kill you first. Um, 230... What am I talking about? 246 this weekend. Next, yes, this so weekend. God damn, it's fucking seven days I used away. I be so good at knowing the numbers, but now it's like you say two forty six. I'm like, what? is that the next one? Like, <laughs> I don't know. They're just everything's blending together now. But uh, yeah, I love this it. Is the next. Yeah, For, pull, pull up before the we before we get card. to this, before we get to this, uh, how did you feel about the break? This has been a solid three week break. Like nah, this you is don't, you know me. I'm UFC every weekend. I'm I'm cool with it. Because like if you if if you so if so you, you hated this break. I don't like breaks because like. I don't like, mind one week. You, even if you, yeah, it's not a Give big me one deal. Week. But like for me, yeah, I just like them every weekend too. Because like if something you don't want to don't wanna watch it, then just don't watch it. It's weird when you base your like calendar year around yeah. something that's happening, you know, once every couple of weeks. But it's also just like a nice excuse for us to get together too when there's touché. like more cards happening. Touche, you know touche. I mean? so, it's not like we need excuses yeah, to fucking true, get true. together. The fuck? Yeah, we got, we got <laughs> I know what you mean though. Yeah. Um, this is one of those cards where it seems like uh, we're going to be cooking all the way up until maybe Skelly and Dawson. 
from your estimations. <laughs> I want to see every fight. I'm personally we're gonna be cooking, like actually cooking. Like we're we're, we're, making, we're making no no no. Okay. okay. <laughs> Shit! You thought I pulled out the double entendre there? <laughs> no 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 no. I thought you meant like actual food. So okay, when am I cooking till? Uh no, I, I thought Grand Dawson. Yeah, okay. You want to that, see that fight? A, yeah, because. I get what you're saying, because then all the other fights, you don't want to be cooking for them because they're good. There you go. Yeah, don't worry. But I was like, yo, is he actually saying cooking or is this a metaphor? That, that's, what, that's what tripped me up. Okay. So we were on the same wavelength. Kind of, yeah. I do mean it in both ways. Let's just put it that way. Okay. But uh, look at that ESPN Plus. Let's start at the bottom. Sabina Mazzo and JJ Aldridge. Okay, I think... I like that fight. I like... I'm a nerd I don't know, for this. I, don't I love know their, Sabina Mazzo. Okay. She was a highly touted girl coming Brian over from Keller. LFA. Like highly talented, Colombian, long, very good striker. Then she lost to Marina Moroz in her first UFC fight, yeah. and then she came back and I, I think she beat Shanna Dobson in her last fight. But yeah, she's uh, even though she doesn't have a Wikipedia Brian, page, she's actually pretty good. I don't know Osborne. So Jamaican, I think the first ever Jamaican-born fighter. Actually, uh, what's his face is Jamaican, like right? Stadium. Uriah Hall. Brian Keller, I just know because he he didn't even look that great when he beat Barrow. Yep, and he was clearly outmatched against Lineker and got knocked uh, the fuck out. Huh? Um, I don't know who. Askar Askarov is the guy that I want to uh, say that he's fought before. He had right? a draw with uh, Brandon Moreno. Yes, where okay. Brandon Moreno probably should have won that fight. I remember seeing that. Yes, highly, that fight. That fight. Highly touted that. ACB champion came to the UFC. Yep. Tim Elliott. Okay. Murder. Sure. Justin Ledev versus. I don't know. Kane. I haven't really looked into this guy yet. Like, he's he's making a U, uh, UFC debut. That I don't know. But remember there's Justin some good. Ledev? There's some good names on there. Like uh, Elliot and Keller. Well, Elliot mostly, actually. I like um, Aldrich. I don't know why I'm a fan of Aldrich, but I like her. So I'm, Dawson I'm Skelly, I'm actually interested in that because that's, that's a good a, fight. That's yeah. a good fight for the young Dawson. He should be able to run through Skelly and continue yeah. his run up. Yeah. So the, And I Skelly is... I think Dawson's more of a... He's a grappler, right? And that's Skelly's yeah. thing too. So that'll be a fun matchup. I think Dawson's the better grappler there, but... then. Get to some fun fights. Yeah, Hackpress. Hackpress versus Dober. That's going to be a fun fight. Because Dober is actually, he was tuning up Darius really badly before Darius grappled him. Hackpress is probably not going to grapple him. So if this stays standing, this is actually going to be a really fun fight. What do you think the over-under is set at? One and a half or two and a half? Um, I would set at one and a half. It's at over-under two and a half. And it's at plus money. <laughs> It's plus 160 the last time I checked it for it to go under two and a half rounds. Plus 160. You know what? I how, would, how crazy is that? No, I, I would actually say that it's going to... like. When I don't I think it's going to go to a decision. I would say one and a half, but I was going to say over one and a half. Over one and a half, but under two and a half? Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. Right? Don't know. That, that That's why setting it at two and a half, I would think, nah, because like... I thought it should have been set at one and a half. One and a half, yeah. And I would say over. Let's see if over. it's still at that or unless people have hit it. Yeah, plus 160, under two and a half rounds. Fight doesn't go to decision is plus 135. Yeah, honestly, at those odds, though, yeah, you got to take that bet, I'd say, because they're just going to be standing. There's strikers. And I even got, is young and keeps getting better. I, I even had uh, good on the feet. plus money on Hackbrass's last fight to go under two and a half when he fought uh, Joachim Sova. Like, two minutes? Yeah. I, I don't know him, if I yeah. can pull that up, like, but I think that was a ninety-second fight or something like that. That he was just, a fun fucking fight, but he murked him out. under two and a half plus one fifty. Yeah, same situation here. And Drew Dober is a guy who likes to strike as well too. Yep, they're both strikers. Drew, Drew Dober is a kickboxer. I think he came from kickboxing. I I like the fact that we have this fight this early in the card too because it is a fun fight, like you said. Like that's the one that really caught your eye over Dawson oh, and Skelly. Yeah. 
right? Oh, that's yeah. a fun. That that's could fun that fight. could headline the prelims. But, okay, the next one though, Yusuf Feely. That's a that's fun a fight. crazy fight. That's, that's a fun a fight. Wicked fight. Feely. Has I gotta been look back. Way better. I gotta recently. look into Feely again. He seems to really be like coming into his own now mm-hmm. after a while. Like you kind of thought, like, is this guy gonna get better? Like he came in really touted and then kind of floundered a bit. Yeah. And now it just seems like okay, he's he might be on that little bit of a run. Yusuf's just looked amazing. Good yeah. prospect on the up and up. I think they both they're both coming off the wins off of Marais, but Feely did it better. KO'd him. Shaman Marais. I feel like Yusuf has fought since then. Or has he fought since then? Gabriel okay, yeah, Benitez. he beat Gabriel Benitez. TKO for sure. Okay, that was a good one. Holy fuck, he's like four and Yo, already. he's good, man. I think he's from uh, Fortis, or does he train with uh, Lloyd Irvin? Yeah, Lloyd Irvin. He's okay. like one of the few guys that are still around Lloyd Irvin. Do you remember that guy? Yeah, for the rape stuff. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, Monteferian Barber should technically... That's in- a fun fight. I like that fight a lot. She should not be a minus 1,000 favorite, Hell though. Hell no. Maybe like minus 300, 300 at the most. At yeah, best. like what the fuck? Minus 1,000? Let's see if it's okay, still up there. Straight up, money's going on Monteferian at those odds. Do I expect her to win? No. But if I'm going to get 5 to 1 or 6 to 1 on my money? I'd say yeah. that's uh, that's some value right there. Hell yeah. Where is it? Oh, oh yeah, she's still around minus one. Uh, so plus seven hundred at sport bet. Is okay, Macy Barber. Her style. She is more. She's very aggressive. She got the standing TKO in her last fight. JJ Aldridge. She um, is aggressive. How's her grappling? Good. She uh, choked out Jillian Robertson, who's been choking bitches out too. Oh yeah, Gillian Robertson. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun fight. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. She that was... she is exciting. She is very forward moving and aggressive. Okay, she's she's that quick new. Yeah. She's just like all in your face trying to murk you right away. Okay. Mata Ferry could easily she could stifle eat some that shots. if she if she just uses her veteran savvy and her experience and just grapples her and yeah. controls her. So at those odds, like I don't know. It's I have I have a boy that told me that uh uh he's seen them uh spar before. Okay. Because he trains at their gym yeah. too. And he's seen Mata Ferry take her down a couple times. But I'm like that's mm. also like a girl like Barbara so young that in like two months she's that much better. That's true. Right? So you never That's know. True. They're they're still learning so much. Yeah. But yeah, yo. Modafferi was what? A plus 230 against Antonia Shevchenko? Yep. Stifled her. No yep. problem with the grappling. Yep. Her grappling. I would definitely tenacious. rate Barbara higher than uh, Shevchenko at this point. Uh, yeah. But because Shevchenko still not. got into the game late without yeah. grappling. So that's that's a hard thing to overcome. She was kind of gifted that fight against Lucy Putolova last time. Shevchenko? Yeah. Was she gifted it? She I don't gifted remember. gifted in a sense, she knocked her out, oh. but like she's gifted in a sense that like okay here's a striker oh okay okay, okay, okay. <laughs> like get Match back onto track matchup wise let's yeah. see if we can get you back into the swing of yeah, things well she's Valentina's younger sister so yeah so my older sister actually oh yeah yeah because I think she, she's the older one it's, it just trips me out that they're fucking sisters they don't look this, you know, something they, they got to be half sisters some, one of them one like of the parents went around and fucked around a little bit that's, that's all I'm gonna say yeah. uh, wow they opened the card. With Pettis and Fajeda. That's what Pettis wow. is now. For fun fights, he's the curtain jerker. Dude, I legitimately thought that that would, you know, probably be Colmain. They should have opened it with uh, Green and Olyanik. Exactly. It's going to be a fun, sloppy fight that the casuals get, will get into. I'm not it. a big fan of when they do this on pay-per-views a lot, where they just throw in this low-ranked heavyweight fight into yeah. like the middle of it as like yeah. a buffer break thing. And I'm just like, hey, throw it at the beginning and just hit, it, hit me like, with it. I would easily take three out of the four, actually all four of the prelim fights over Olenek and Green to fill that spot on the main card instead. All those fights are going to be fun. Skelly and Dawson is just going to be a back and forth grappling fight. Okay. It should be fun. I get why they're doing it, but 
I almost kind of feel like Pettis Diego Ferrer deserves the co-main slot. That's what I mean. Right? Yeah. But they're doing it because Holly Holm is Holly Holm has the biggest name because of that Rousey knockout. So she's riding the wave of that Rousey knockout. It's funny. After that knockout, I think she has a pretty bad losing record. Like yeah. two and five. She hasn't really come. Like she that. hasn't really yeah. like strung together much but since then. she's got that knockout over Rousey. So the casuals know her face and she's still marketable. I actually want to see what she has. Yeah. What is her fight. record after the Rousey fight? Okay. So she won the Rousey fight. Then she lost, lost, lost. Three losses. So two wins yeah. and five. Two well, and five, I called it. Fuck there you, you go. I don't know how me. the fuck I did that. <laughs> did you pull that out your No, ass, dude. Yeah. Just kind of like, I think it's around two and five oh. or something. Fuck you, I was going to say dude. two and six, too. That's a funny part. <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, five sounds more reasonable. I think five feels more like seven That's fights funny. than eight fights. Uh, what do you think? Have you looked at the odds for the... And whatever wins is Betch Cohero, so it should be like (laughs) one in five, really. (laughs) That doesn't even count. (laughs) Do you remember that finish? It was so awkward, too. because Betch is like, I'm going to start taunting, and then she just gets knocked out. Like, you (laughs) idiot. This is... God. She's just... She's got to be... I had a good chunk of money on Holly that night, too, so I'm glad she fucking ended that. Yeah. Because I think you could get her on the minus 280, minus 300 when she fought her that time, which was like value city, in my (laughs) opinion, dude. I hate Betch. I think she... I don't hate her as a person, but like, I don't know, just something about her. She's just super irritating. Yeah. And dumb and annoying. Yeah. Uh, And then she... The only other one was over Megan Anderson where she like grapple fucked her. After getting lit up a bit. She got lit up a little bit. She got hit with a bad knee when she was going in in the first round. I remember that. So even that one wasn't like... That one was more Megan Anderson being so Dude, garbage at the grappling. And I was I was up. riding the Holly Holm wave so hard going into that fight that when she got like rocked, I was like, okay. My I felt like my heart sink because I'm like, yo, no, like, but I, I remember this going into really the hard. fight, like, you're like, dude, Megan Anderson is not that great. No. Holly Holm at the it was minus one sixty. I still remember that. You're and like, the odds Holly kept getting Holm, better closer to yeah, the fight. You're like, I was like, Holly what? Holm at these odds is ridiculous. And you're like, definitely bet on her. Yeah. And then she totally outgrappled her. I the fucked up part is I thought, thought it was gonna be striking then. And you thought she was still gonna win that part, yeah. Yeah. And she was getting but, but, tuned but up. But that's what Megan, she's a little bit wild. But she is powerful. I'll give her that to her. But her technical striking is just not that good. I hope she's been working but on it. Like, okay. I don't wish any ill will on her or anything like but, that. Okay. But even I just if you don't get think taken she's that down good. by Holly Holm, fine. How can you not get back okay, up yeah. if you're a striker? If you're a striker in the UFC, you should be working getting yeah. a backup off the ground more than takedown defense. Exactly. Because takedown defense, if that fails, now what? You're mm-hmm. just going to lie there until the round's over? Like, yo, primary thing, get back up, yeah. work, squirm, everything, get back up. That should be your primary focus. Israel Adesanya has kind of mastered that almost. He's never really been held down. The best by is uh, Jose Aldo. I've never seen oh, yeah. Jose Aldo in his never prime. Never accepts it. I've never seen takedown defense like that. BJ Penn, too, though. BJ Penn in his prime was never, crazy. Never like Aldo. He was never on Aldo's level. He was hard to take down, but guys could still get him down. And then he would concede. Mm-hmm. Aldo, so hard to take down. And then even if you kind of got him down, immediately back up. Like, you were not keeping him down. GSP, actually, too. He was um, really good. Um, I still remember the Condit fight. Condit could not, for the life of him, get back up. And then the one time he head kicks him and drops him and gets on top, GSP just like, right back up. Back up. Like, that was a fun... We were, you were with me that night, right? Yeah, I think we, we watched that we fight together. Um, yeah, no, that was a fun fucking fight. Holly Holm, though. What do you Have you seen the odds for this fight? Um... Hold on, who the hell is she facing? Pennington. We're yeah, it's Pennington. close. It's like minus 110 each. It's a, it's a pick em. It's a, It's not pick em territory yet. I bet her at minus 121. Uh, is she a slight, like minus 120? Minus, minus 132. 110? So okay. it's still closer than I expected it to be. Because the first, they're actually scheduled before earlier last year. And then somebody had to pull out. I think Holly Holm eventually got the title shot or something. But uh, she was like minus 160 ish range. 
And I'm like, I'm all in already there. And now they're giving us my, I got it close to minus 120. Now it's minus 130-ish. People like see her? value on Pennington. I love home here. Like I, I think that like Pennington, the only thing I would be worried about here is her walking, like cons- consistently pushing the pace. That's what I was going to say. But Holly Holm is going to do much better in terms of landing. I think she's going to land the heavier strike too. Okay. But the thing is the first fight was kind of close. And since then, to me, it only feels like home might be regressing a bit. Like, cause she's getting, I, 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 I understand that uh, argument that some people have been saying as well. Uh, but you should put, um, don't worry. It's okay. Oh shit. My only concern yeah, was Pennington. Uh, moving forward consistently, she might see judges may see something in that, but I think during that time, it's gonna be dude. Uh, it's all gonna be about Holly Holmes' output. And oh yeah, you brought up the argument about the fact that um, her lack of or a regression. She lost to Amanda Nunes last time around. That she is beat true. Megan Anderson. That's the thing, she lost like, to Chris Cyborg. Everyone she's lost to is definitely way more skilled than Raquel Pennington. Thank you. Uh, and Amanda I don't think Nunes that- is top. Chris mm-hmm. Cyborg is the best featherweight. Um, Shevchenko Jermaine Durandamy is still a high level kickboxer and even that you could argue home should have won that fight based on point deductions and maybe even like if you what is this regression bullshit like she's losing against really good people like and and fighting really close fights against these girls she doesn't look that great and my thing with home is I've never seen someone so with so much experience look like they're always so uncomfortable and nervous in the cage that i th- i think that's uh that's just how she fights though. i don't like, think so though because even in the misha tate fight like she got caught with a choke because she like it looked like she was panicking to get back up like mm-hmm. she never kenny florence touched on this and he would obviously know more like like watching it she's like she's so stiff and uncomfortable all the time like it's i don't get it like with all that experience like there's something there's a mental thing with her but she I'm, still goes out there and competes against the, the greatest fucking women of all time. Do you remember the combo? Home uh, is like, oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. She's quivering and then she got hit with the head. Thing, and then she just gets that was weird. I'm like, what is what yeah. is that? Like, why? I think she gets so see, tentative and scared. It, it might, it could be a mental thing, but mentally going into this fight, she should know that she has the edge. Like, if yeah, I, again, uh, even even in the Misha Tate fight, she's done it before too. Now, she's 37. But she's again a lot of miles on her. I think this division, especially at this level of women, mm-hmm. uh, you can get away with being that old. She is thirty-eight. That's old. That is old, though. Like for an athlete, you're you're, you're that's really. Pushing. It's. I just wanted to see kind of what like her output has been like over her last couple fights, but she only needed twenty-five to finish fucking Bechkohea, but she was pretty hesitant in that fight. Um, seventy-seven in the Jermaine Durandi fight. Always has a Forty-four in the uh, Cyborg fight. Forty-seven in the Anderson fight. And then obviously not enough in the Amanda Nunes fight. But I think it comes down to her output. I truly think that it comes down to her output. She's going to do the stick and move. Pennington's going to try and rush her and get her in her face. Get into her face, sorry. I think she's going to be the stronger one too. Uh, so I don't know how much she'll have to worry about getting taken down here. And I don't really think that much of Pennington's uh, um, takedowns. No, I don't I, you know I, mean? I don't see Pennington getting home down, but I can see her making it dirty and getting in her face. And it, I could see it being one of those fights where it's pretty clear Holmes the better fighter, but she's just letting Pennington have her There's way. that one part where it would that, be Pennington just consistently moving exactly, forward. Exactly. I'm banking more so on a home being able to... That's kind of her style, though. She is a counter-striker. Yeah, so I think that she'll be able to stick and move well enough and maybe and, okay. po- possibly get a finish, possibly later in the fight. One thing... Two, I think it definitely probably benefits home. That's a three-round fight. She can. That's stick another thing. Easily. That's another thing. 
Like maybe she can let it go a little bit more at the end of the third. It's, it's one of and those catch where Peddington, who's probably going to be a little bit gassed by then chasing her all fight. I I kind of do. Like when you look at it skill wise, these odds are ridiculous. Yeah, but that one X factor, which is Peddington walking her down, I just feel like it's so likely to happen with Home at this stage in her career that she would get. That, that's what's making me. She hesitant would lose a decision in that aspect. Yeah, that's kind of what's making me hesitant to to. Even though it's like, wow, at those odds with the skill set on paper, it's like this is this is crazy. It's, I guess it's kind of good for me to get that like second. Like I, other people are saying it too, and that's obviously why the odds are as close as they are because that means people are betting on Pennington, right? But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just see like a this is one of those like for me, it's a Gray Maynard Teruto Ishihara type of things. Okay, <laughs> uh, not as not as wide as that, yeah. but like close to that. Where I'm like, what like are people seeing be. in Ishihara? Yeah, what I are people seeing it. in Pennington other than? The pro- that's pressure. the thing. I don't think it's about seeing something special in Pennington. I think it's just about seeing the re- the, the regr- I don't, again. I don't, I don't believe think, in the regression. Like it did look bad how she got knocked out against Amanda Nunes. Yeah, she's Fucking just Amanda Nunes. She's just never comfortable in the cage. That's the whole thing. It's just strange. She doesn't need to worry about that. It's with a Pennington, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Um, Olinick and Green, whatever Who fucking gives fight. A shit. Uh, Grasso, yeah. Gadella. You know, I like that fight actually. I don't that's mind good, it, but like it's a weird fight because. Grasso is coming off a loss to Esparza, and she's getting a higher-ranked fighter who's coming off a win. Who did Gadella be? Marcos? Yeah, Ronda Marcos. True. Uh, Grasso's like, she has that name value kind of They're attached to her, though. They're treating Grasso like she beat Esparza, because a lot mm. of people felt that she should have. But yeah, then it was, it was still a close, a close fight. fight. Yeah. I cashed on Esparza there. But, but it's, I don't know, it's very strange booking. And the odds are close. Like, to me, my Gidella? first thought was, shouldn't Gadella be able to hold her down? Cardio. Because as far as the issue, three rounds, three rounds. Gadelia's always got two rounds of in her. She's always got two rounds. I know that last round is scary though. Like Grasso's a really good striker. If she's able to get and it on Gidelia's the feet, definitely regressed hard. Like from where she was at the UN. I I, I, I agree. Gadelia should be a little bit more of a favorite than it's at a pick'em right now. Yeah, it's at a pick'em. Uh, maybe a minus one thirty, minus one forty. I want to rewatch the Asparza and Grasso fight. Oh yeah, and, see, and, and like, really see like how that went, but. See, another thing is like you could argue Esparza's why well, I, th- I think Esparza is probably the better striker than Gadelia. Correct. That could come into play. Like Correct. Grasso might And if she's able to, to keep it on the feet. And, she's and, long. She has like Grasso will tune up Gadelia on the feet, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Especially in the third round if like Gadella really starts to suck when. Yeah. So I guess that's the main concern there. I don't know if I'd be willing to go into that fight, you know, betting on that. Betting on either side here. Like you can't comfortably be like, okay, I feel super confident on this side. Yeah. Why why I'm, risk? I'm, it? I'm totally in that. Like I the one thing I never want to do is bet on a fighter that gasses. Yeah. And is known to gas. Why? Like okay, you're banking on them getting the finish in the first minute and a half. And then or surviving. Right and a half, then and then surviving. surviving. Yeah. Fuck that. And that's just not, a weird thing with God Gadelia. Like, why is your cardio wise, not getting better? Yeah. Nuts. Why is your cardio not getting better? Why I never understand this with fighters, especially some high level ones. You got one issue. And you just keep coming into fights, mm-hmm. not having fixed the one issue. What the fuck do you think is going to happen? I don't get it. Over and over again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what the hell? Even and if you I don't win. know if Godella's style is really a Finnish-centric style. No, it's it's about being able to control and use your grappling. Win two but rounds in one minute. But it's all because her cardio is lacking. Like, if she yeah. fixes that and she could actually go hard for three to five rounds, she she could be a monster. But which is crazy that she went, you know, consistently five rounds with uh well, she went one time five rounds 
with the Yuana. Well, but that's the thing. She did it though. She gasped. She gasped. But she, she was still. She, she won stuck the first around. two rounds. Joanna kept squirming and defending. And then by the third, she was gassing. And then the fourth and the fifth, she was a punching bag mm-hmm. who did nothing mm-hmm. but get punched in the face repeatedly. I hope we see some prog- progress with her. I know she's at the UFC PI. So she's been there for a couple of camps Let's now. Let's see. Hopefully. Jesus. You know, hopefully that helps like, her Like she should bit. be able to easily beat Grasso. I agree. The fact that these odds are this close yeah. is like, like if I'm Gadelia, I should be like, like I'm pissed at Insult. this. Insulted insult. at least. Yeah. This is offensive. Um, Holy shit. Uh, Diego Fajera minus two fifty five over Pettis. Never yeah, thought I'd see the day. That's too much. Like I do think Ferreira's gonna win, but I would think like minus two hundred at the most is where he should be. I'm hoping that's where the line kind of gets because I think he is. He might be my lock of the night though. You think so? Just due to the fact, like, I'm not the type of guy that buys into a guy looking good in one fight and being like, okay, hey, this guy's changed now. Khalil Roundtree, perfect example. I bet against him in the fight after he whooped Eric Anders. He fought a young Kutilaba. Kutilaba, the dog, took the shot there. Him, yeah. Destroyed him. Like, you can't buy into completely one, just one fight. With styles too, yeah. Uh, Fajera has been sustaining this over his last couple of fights where he's, you know, beat Rustam Habilov. He's beaten Merbeck motherfucking Tysimov. Kind of in his game too. Yes, but here's the thing. Pettis is known for, especially fighting guys at this level, pulling it out and getting some spectacular finishes. Fajita's tough as fuck. The only trouble I've really seen him in the last couple of fights, he fought Kyle Nelson on short notice. Nelson hurt him early to the body, but he like recovered really like right away and then demolished him for the rest you of the finished him later. I just think at these odds, if I'm putting money on anyone, it's Pettis Oof. because... Pettis. I'm glad. I'm glad you're thinking that though, because then the money. I think. I think people feel that way too, which is why you see all those red arrows yeah. going down because people P- are betting on like, it now. I think for should win too, but Pettis is just that guy who could fucking at any time land a punch or a kick and then pull out a submission if he's got you hurt or rocked. Like he can do it to anybody. Yeah. And this level of fighter, generally Pettis is able to do it too. So, but again, I, th- I think I think this this is the fight odds. that will allow us to really see that Fajera is not that type of level. Okay, yeah. I think he's well. He's, he's been improving. showing. He's been improving. He's really, improving a lot, like, like radically. That safe side has been at killing those it for odds. Him. If I'm putting money on anyone's pet, is mm-hmm. most like I'm just staying away from it. But if it was Ferreira at Hey Alfred, you're an incel. What's going on? <laughs> hey, hey Alfred, shut up. Keep it together. Um, somebody's at the door. Probably minus. Minus two hundred or less than I than I would. Uh, I, I think I it's going to get to that range too, though. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to see his record: five five fight winning streak. Obama Mercier is not a bad win. That's a solid win. That's and a he solid grappled win. them too, I think. He or no, fin- right? He murked Jared Gordon when Jared Gordon, Jared Gordon was kind of on the way up. Like, I don't Kyle know if Nelson. you remember that fucking knockout. That was a vicious fucking knockout. Kyle Nelson fight was short notice. He was supposed to fight. He was supposed to fight Francisco Trinaldo. Nope. I remember he was supposed to fight. Oh, uh, John McDessie, then Jesse Ronson, then Jesse Ronson had to pull out because he Kyle couldn't see if he make it, then Kyle Nelson. Mm. So, like, within a week, he changed, like, three opponents. Okay, yeah. Kabilov was a good win. Tysimov was a good win. Just, not, I don't think any of those guys are as good as Pettis, skill-wise. Wow. I think Mer- I think Merbeck Merck's fucking Pettis. Okay, honestly, I think you're too high on Tasimov. <laughs> no, what? Yeah, man. What do you mean? What do you mean I'm too that, high that's on That's why him? I thought it was insane that, like, at the odds of Ferreira going... I thought Ferreira was easily going to beat Tasimov. I just... What? I'm telling you, I didn't... I, I think he's going to bounce back from this for sure. His only issue is he doesn't fight often enough because he can't get his visa. Mm-hmm. He's always fighting in Europe somewhere. Yeah. 
But even it's then, only like, when they have the cards there. He's just not fighting enough, but he he's is a murderer. He's got deadly striking fine, but I don't, I, would, I don't know. I'm not convinced. I'm not sold on this dude. I, would, I wasn't sold on him going into the fair fight. That's why I thought he was definitely going to lose that fight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that surprises me. I'm, yeah, I, I still think that he, he has another run in him. See how old he is. Though. He's 31. That's not bad. But again, I think he would yeah. get a higher level of competition if he he's able to fight really more. Striker, uh, but yeah, that's that's what surprised me the most is that Diego Ferrer like outstrike him the way he did. It's his forward pressure. It's his um, you know aggressiveness with the striking and his jujitsu is next level too. Yeah, but he's, really he's just been outstriking guys exactly, and he's got the cardio to keep it up the whole fight. Exactly, he's been so, fighting at his own pace. He stifles them. He's doing very. So I good. think he'll keep Pettis on his back foot, and that's where Pettis is not comfortable. And that's why I think Ferrer should win because. If he's constantly throwing and constantly doing what he needs to to stifle, Pettis is a guy who easily mentally folds mm-hmm. in fights and gets stifled. Like he doesn't know what the fuck to do, sort yeah. of deal. So I could totally see that happening. I don't see Ferrer finishing him. Pettis is so tough. I think it'll go to a decision Oof. if he wins. And I, th- I, I think see. most likely Ferrer by decision, but I think if Pettis wins, it's going to be like, oh shit, he just hurt him and then he quickly jumps on a sub or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I would think Pettis. Pettis, if he wins, will be with a finish. A part of me wants to see Pettis win because always like I'm done with I'm him. a guilty Pettis fan. Like but still, he's, he's another guy who didn't improve. He no. just never fixed up his old really. His timeline to become a star was like perfectly set up for him. The crazy Bendel fight, you know, he was able to pull off that fucking Showtime yeah. kick, come into the UFC, kind of got delayed. Remember, you're supposed to fight Clay Guida. Yeah. Oh no no no! Sorry, he was supposed to fight for the title, Edgar, and then, then the, the Edgar Maynard, Edgar Maynard yeah. he got fucked in that. Then he went and lost to Guida. Yeah, he got and held then, down. Yeah, and then he got like screwed by that, but uh, he still made enough fame during that time. Uh, and then he became a champion too, right? Yeah, he, he did. Be fucking it looked impressive, Bendo. but then RDA just like, since the RDA took his fight, soul. it's done. Yeah, he just took his soul. He took him from like headliner Never to recovered main card fight. opener. Yep. That's sad to see, man. Then I remember he was like a three and a half to one favorite over Eddie Alvarez and loses that fight. Yeah. I love the fact that we've gone however long that we've gone and... We haven't talked about Connor and Cowboy once yeah. at all, because <laughs> that's that's, the, that's 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 what's We're dominating. Getting to it, yeah, that's exactly. what's dominating like exactly. fucking podcasts so and shit this week anyway, right? Uh, some shine. So let's, <laughs> yeah, that's so true. We have to like build up the rest of the card. Have a bit, you but, seen a poster that had Holly Holm on it? <laughs> no, no, and she's actually a big name, but they still yeah. won't even put her face on the. Poster. That's so true. Um, yeah, but the I, I, I'm kind of glad that we talked the, the rest of the card through because we are adding a little bit of a storyline to each fight. We yeah. are adding a little bit of fucks yeah. that we want to give to this fight. You this know is a mean? solid card. It's not the best pay-per-view card, but it's consistently it's scattered solid. with names. It's because especially for like like a more of a hardcore fan. If yeah. you know these guys, this, these are good fights. Exactly. They are just lucky. And they're meaningful. They're not just random. Like they, they actually have some meaning going on. Ferreira Pettis, there's like, that's an important yeah. fight. Um, Barber Modafari as well. That's yeah. like Barber's like, you yeah, know, right of passage that's, type That's of a fight. big one. Even Philly Yusuf. Yep. I think those are that's a good test for both. Hack press, that's a good test of, uh, for him against Dober. Like yep. these are, they actually matter. Like a lot of young uh, like guys who, if they get wins over certain key names here, they could be launched into like the top. Even kind of uh, even Elliot and Askarov. Like for flyweight, there's not much going on there. So any win or any yeah. shuffle there, yeah. it rumbles everything, right? Just so there's nothing the going on. Nobody we got cares. a title fight coming up eventually yeah, soon, nobody, right? Nobody but cares, yeah. it's With still the, happening though. Yeah. And and one of the guys in the title fight is one and one in his yeah, last two. It's like fuck get out of my face. <laughs> uh I still love Davison. Don't don't shit on Davison like that, man. Fuck you. <laughs> I remember he was the underdog going into the Formiga fight. And I'm like, yeah. ah, Formiga, I think. This is Formiga versus evil Formiga. Because they fucking they're twins. They're fucking twins. Stupid. Uh, McGregor Cerrone. Um, 
The odds, first of all, are too ridiculous for this. Uh, a little out of hand, I will say that. Minus 320 for a guy who hasn't won in three years. I know this whole matchup is totally catered to his style, but man, it's been three years. And I know Connor's dedicated again. He's coming in amazing shape. He's all back to the old Connor. Yeah, okay. Don't believe it. Whatever. Even if all that is true, these odds are still insane. Like, minus 200 is where it should be. I agree. He should be a, a decent favorite. Minus yeah. 200 is the right number. Yeah. Cowboy has a lot better chances than a plus 250. 110%. He, it, Cowboy can actually win this fight in every facet of MMA. He can win in the stand-up. Now, he's going to be at a disadvantage for those first couple of rounds because of Connor's speed in boxing and precision. Fine. Yeah. But it's not like he's helpless. He's a stand-up fighter. Mm-hmm. He can win in the kickboxing, in the boxing. He can win in the clinch. And in the ground, he's the better grappler. Yeah. I so agree. it's like, if you have so many paths to victory, how the how fuck are can you, you this be big that of a- big of an underdog? That's a little too much. Maybe it's because he's coming off those two bad losses. Um, like, especially the Gaethje, Gaethje fight where he got knocked out in the first round. Still fucking Gaethje. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to see how often Connor has gone to a five-round fight. I think it's only Nate. Right. He's never gone five rounds. He gets finishes. He either starts... He had the Holloway decision. That was a three-rounder, though. And that was mostly, yeah, because he tore his wow, ACL at the end of the dude. second. How many decisions has he gone to? Two two decisions. I think Holloway was Holy his first shit. decision fight. Yeah. Holloway was the first Holy time he went fuck. to... He, he He got subbed two times really quick, and then every other fight, he was knocking dudes out in the first second round. We've seen what it looks like when he fought uh, somebody four or five rounds against Nate Diaz. And... Not that great. You know, I think a Cowboy could take advantage of a guy like that. Yes, because even in the five-round fight with Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz let that fight get away from him. If mm-hmm. you re-watch that fight... I just realized now that's a majority draw. Yeah. So somebody it, scored a, 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 draw, a draw. A draw. Yeah. I remember that. Um, so it was it was like round one and two were all Connor, And then round three, Nate really put it on him. So you could go 10-8 there. Mm-hmm. Then this is where Nate gives up the fight. He... He lost round four just based off output. Round four Didn't was not shit. a lot happening, mm-hmm. but Connor, even though he looked gassed, was still throwing more. And Diaz was just kind of doing his plotting forward and blocking, but eating more shots. Not throwing anything. Cowboy's not going to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Cowboy's going to be pro- consistent. We can we've seen him be consistent for five rounds. So if Connor doesn't get him in the first seven to eight minutes, this is probably going to be a bad fight for Connor because now you got Cowboy settled into the fight. He's a bigger fighter. He can fight anywhere. And he's got better cardio than you. Proven. I don't know if I can trust Cowboy enough, though. To get it to the eight-minute mark of yeah. a fight. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> So that's where I kind of understand him being a, a, like that big of a dog. But it, again, it shouldn't be that big. Yeah. Stylistically, um, he is definitely the underdog. Yes. But these odds are ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But like we've seen when he comes to fights like these, he kind of folds under the pressure. Like, title fights or any, like, number one contenderish fights, he's always kind of fucking folded. But you know what? Those are mostly fights where he, the pressure's on him. Pressure? I don't think the pressure's on him in this fight. I think Cowboy's coming in like everyone... I think the pressure... He's think he supposed is, to lose. He's he's being fed to Connor. No, but I, th- I think that he takes that as pressure on himself, though. No. I think I he'll think, be like, yo, everybody's thinking I'm going to go out there and lose. No, no I'm going to... I think it's the direct opposite. I think Cowboy's going to come in with a chip on his shoulder... Ready to fuck someone up. 
Because it's like, I'm supposed to lose this shit? Isn't okay, it, I'm going to show you, motherfucker. Isn't having a chip on your shoulder technically kind of putting pressure on yourself to go out there and do something? No, that's a, it's a different one. Like, for instance, Cowboy coming back against Evan Dunham. Cowboy was coming off a bad loss there. And he's like, man, I came into this fight just... I didn't give a fuck. I just wanted to fuck this dude up. Whatever. Like, that's... You think if, that's the mentality think, he's coming think, into this fight I with? I think he can easily... I think there's a big thing where he's probably going to come in with a mentality like that because there's no pressure on him he's already coming off two losses and he's just supposed to be cowboy's rebound fight sorry connor's cowboy uh, <laughs> god connor's rebound fight yeah there we go against cowboy i want to sniff yeah. that and send it to zane but yeah <laughs> um no yeah, he's just supposed to be the rebound fight to get connor back into the ranking so he can get his title but, fight again so you think he would accept that title and be like okay if i lose a fucking like or, or like you, you, you think that's going to be boosting him? That's going to be making him want to go out and get the victory? Because when he's going into know, the man. RDA fight, the whole story was Cowboy's back on this crazy streak and he's getting his time. The, the pressure was on him. The story that's was true. about him. This whole story is just Connor's return. Mm -hmm. And Cowboy's just happens to be the guy who he's returning against. Tailor-made opponent just tossed up for Connor to easily win. I think that's gonna make Cowboy go Such in a like tough fucking no fight, pressure. Man. Plus, plus, Connor's not even getting under Cowboy's skin, and you know what happens when Cowboy goes in? Touche. And he's Unraveled. friendly. Yeah, friendly Cowboy is the worst Cowboy. That's friendly, scariest Cowboy is friendly, friendly cowboy. Dad Cowboy. Friendly Dad Cowboy is a scary man. <laughs> scary boogeyman. <laughs> like I still, I think it was like. Wasn't it like the third round of the Matt Brown fight where oh, like they hugged or something and then like a minute later he knocked him out with a head kick? You're like, this is what happens. You make friends don't with make Cowboy, friends with he kills you. I want to see them at the press conference. I think that's coming up very soon too. Connor's going to try a bit. Like Connor still likes Cowboy and he's being a little more cordial. But he, I think going into the fight, especially with his press conference, I think he's going to try a bit. He's going he's he, to turn it up. Again, I still don't feel the, oh my God, it's seven days away. Yeah, I don't, I don't, like when Khabib and Connor was coming up, I that was, was like, big. That was big. I'm like that month a month before I was like, yo, I'm good. Let's go. Let's do this. Now I'm like, ah, it's coming. And it has nothing to do with the rest of the card. Yeah, no. It's like I wanted to see what my attachment level would be to to Connor. And like, does he still bring that allure to me? No, because it's been too long. So I'm kind of over it. Like he's going to have to build it back up with, with a couple of wins. And again, the and sad part active. is being active. Being a guy like Cowboy, again, no disrespect to Cowboy, doesn't really do anything for me to for Connor's stock. Fight Gaethje. Hey, if Connor knocks out Cowboy and then actually does a quick turnaround and fights Gaethje and beats him, I'm he's back. won me over. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in, I'm in now. I'm, I'm in. in now. I'm, I'm in. in. <laughs> I won't say shit at that point. I'll hang up a fucking Irish flag. You just up here. came back after a long layoff and took out number five and number three just like that. Okay, get. Go I'm get in. your title shot, bro. Totally, totally cool with that. I'm totally cool with it. That's yeah. kind of like if Connor gets a quick win, I really hope they can just slap that fight together. Fuck it. Put it. Co-main event of Tony Ferguson and uh, Khabib. Connor Gaethje. And if anyone pulls out, you can just mix and match them right there. I feel like some people would still find a way to complain a little bit about Connor, even if he knocked out Gaethje. Just if, oh, oh, Gaethje's no, chinny. I I I think that's ridiculous. I think I think some Connor, people will still harp that though. If Connor takes out Gaethje, because yo, even on Twitter, still now, I see people posting gifts of Gaethje getting like rocked by Johnson and rocked by other people, and then yeah, but, okay. saying, "And you guys think uh, this guy's going to be nah. Connor?" After like, Gaethje lost to Poirier, yeah, he's totally turned around. He's a different style now. He's uh, way he more calculated. Vic and Barboza. He's like a very calculated 
or more calculated type of brawler. Like he's more not controlled gonna, chaos. He's way more defensively minded. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to take that level of damage anymore, but he's still going to get in your face and take something, but he's way more defensively minded. It's a totally different fight. I, I do like the, the style that he brings into this fight, though, against Connor. Yeah. Like that, that's that's oh, the fun yeah. part of it. The forward pressure, the consistent leg kicks to staying on you. Can Connor, yep. you know. The leg kicks. Yeah, What's Connor's thing? Alone. Blitzing in and out. What happens if Wide after stance, one or two leg kicks, all of a sudden his he's leg not is just sitting it. there, too? Yep. Just sitting there to be taken. But Connor has that quick in and out movement, so he can True. get in and out. And he's got that range. He can hit him. Like, Gaethje's going to take some shots. For how long, fight. though? Gaethje's going to take yeah. some shots. But if he can maybe just block him nicely and whip in those leg kicks, Connor's not moving around as much. Now you can now you can smother him. I know everybody wants to see Connor go out there and get that first round finish. Yeah. I think the most ideal outcome for him is a solid five round decision win to yeah. show that he is or like a third or fourth things. round TKO. I think that's the best case. I'd say fourth round TKO more yeah. so. I want to see a solid 3 rounds out of him. I want to see yeah, 3 rounds where you easily win 10-9 yeah. each round and you just you're totally on point stifling Cowboy yeah. and then you put him away. Yeah. That's like the best that case. That I'd say that's the ideal case for him. I mean, you want to go like ultimate scenario is like you rock him and submit him. Just like, yo, I can grapple, bro. I, I'll cowboy hey, yeah, you pretty much. Yeah. Cowboy, cowboy. Submit him, bro. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, that would actually be pretty nuts. I would, that would make me more excited than just a Connor just first Just rocks him, finish. drops him, and chokes him. Like, holy fuck. Yes. That's a, that, that would be a better Sunday morning, in my opinion. But you know what the problem with that outcome would be? They would just immediately give Connor the title shot. Because mm. he looked like such a monster against Cerrone. Like, they would use that as an excuse to give him the title shot. You know, right? <laughs> Why the fuck do you open that can? Yeah, right. If he does that, he's hundred percent getting the title shot. And then they're gonna do Gaethje Poirier too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I still think I still am holding strongly. I think that Tony Ferguson is gonna win. So that still throws a wrench into like if Tony Ferguson wins and they give Connor the Connor the title shot, I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, well, Khabib deserves would, an immediate rematch, they, but he can go fucking they chill would, for a bit. They would be dying to give. Connor that match of course it's a fresh matchup and we can get Connor in a title fight against the guy who's not going to hold him down and yeah. Connor's probably going to be he like has a good chance stylistically it's a very good fight for yeah. him yeah, yeah yeah but once again if he doesn't put him on the first or second round he's so fucked against Tony Ferguson Mr. I don't yeah. get tired like I get can't, yeah. impossible for me to get tired. I get less tired as the fight goes yeah on. you don't put him away in the first or second round that's the boogeyman in your face the for whole sure. fight. he's gonna fuck you up badly I really want to see that fight. Um, but again, we still have seven days until the next one fucking happens with Connor and Cowboy. I'm kind of rooting for Ferguson too. Like deep down, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely rooting for Ferguson. I don't know what it is. I, I, I don't think he's going to win, but I think he's a really good chance and I'm hoping that he pulls it out, man. It'll be such a, it's going to be such a fun fight though. Like he's on such a long streak. He's never had a title fight. It's one of those, like you just feel like he's done so much that he just, he's earned it. Give him his fucking title. How can you win 12 fights in a division and never be a champion for fuck's sakes? I know the story has to end nicely. (laughs) Give him his title. Even if he loses it after that, fuck it. He got his 13 wins in a row and became the champion. Thank God. His stories. He can take that interim thing off of his name too. We can, we can close it off. Let's wipe that away. Uh, I would be so discouraged if it was like, uh, three minute knockout for Khabib 
like like if he goes out there and clips Ferguson and, and puts him away, round and pound finishes him. Like no, I want this to see more. Yeah. <laughs> Show me more. No way, no way. Show that, me like what, what if we never get to is. see? What if we never see it hit the ground in terms of we never see Khabib uses it, wrestling no. and Ferguson uses jujitsu because that's what everybody wants to that's see. That's insane. Everybody wants to see if Ferguson's jujitsu is the jujitsu to beat the wrestling of Khabib. Yeah, yeah, right. It has to. It has to. I feel like that fight. If it doesn't see round three, we're gonna be let down. We got to get at least two full rounds. Yeah, that was, gotta get that was my thought going into when I was rounds. saying that. Okay, then, fine. If if at the if we only get two full rounds because for like somehow one 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 guy dominates the yeah. other and seals it, well, we don't really need to watch more. Cool. Yeah. But it just feels like they're so evenly matched that you need you need some rounds. We got to get some time in. I forgot what matchup we were talking about on the last episode, and I hate myself for not bringing this up. We were talking about two undefeated guys going up against each other. I, it might have been this matchup. What, DC Jones. Yeah, DC Jones. The first one, they were they were undefeated. That were was like, that's. The, the, I think that's the last real time. That was the coming I, together. Of I two said Volkanovski and Holloway, and yeah, I kind of get where you're coming from because we oh, saw okay. Holloway lose recently. Yeah, and I remember there was another fight. I'm like, why the fuck didn't I say this? But DC Jones, so fucking evenly matched. Like going into that first fight, man, I was. That's totally, how I feel about Ferguson Khabib as well. I Sorry. was totally like, dude. Dude, DC's the guy, I think, man. <laughs> if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be DC, you yeah. know? And honestly, if anybody could do it, it probably still might just be DC if he was Touché. younger. If he was younger. But yeah. even then, Jones just took it. Like, Jones out. Like, DC came out with a shirt that said King of the Grind. I know. And then John Jones out grinded DC. Was Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. What? I think there was one where uh, the campaign leading up to the first one from DC was break bones or something. Yeah, something like that. And, and then, he broke him? And then, and then he and had then a Nike shirt or something on, or a Reebok yeah. shirt that said unbroken. Unbreakable. Unbro- or unbroken. unbroken. Yeah, unbroken. that's what yeah. it was. Unbreakable or unbroken, one of those yeah. two. I'm like, yeah. oh. He After just keeps he getting the last him. word. And, and Jones took him down three times. I know he didn't hold him down to do anything with it, yeah. but... DC got one takedown in the fifth that wasn't even really a takedown. Like he took him down onto his like knees or something. Yeah. And Jones actually dumped him three times. Like that was that was a statement to me. That was that was yeah. I was on the edge of my seat pretty much for that entire fight. Yeah, that was a fun fucking yeah. fight. Um, I th- again let's let's cap this episode off with uh, Cowboy and Connor. Yeah, I yeah. I'm just not like I, I want to be more excited, but I'm not really. You know what I mean? Like. I, this doesn't feel like okay. I can't wait for next to talk about on the next episode. At least, yeah, maybe this might hit me like Wednesday or Thursday. Or weigh-ins, maybe I might start to feel are it. You, are you sure it's not just the story around it, where it just feels like it's Connor's rebound and it's um, his chance to win the love of the fans back? Yeah, not even. I don't even think so, though. Like, because you're supposed to win. You're supposed you're to win, but a fight where you're not really taking on like a he guy. can still say I went there and fought. I went there and fought. There's yeah, something that enough. you guys have tangible that can exactly okay, care about me a little bit more. Forget about all the shit that I've done in the last year or whatever. Fine, get the win. That's cool. But in order to really get back there, he's gonna have to go and fight Gaethje and beat him because then it's like that's the guy who's in line for a title fight, the legit guy rankings wise. Yeah, you take him out. Now what? People can't complain. Mm-hmm. But this, people can complain about it. That's you, true. What, you're going to beat the guy and then skip over the guy who just beat this guy first mm-hmm. for the title fight? What? Like, you're getting Cowboy after Gaethje already knocked him out. That's a compromised Cowboy. Again, that was like UFC sweepstakes, Ga- uh, Gaethje versus Cowboy. Yeah. The loser gets the Connor. The loser gets Connor. Weird. Fight. <laughs> that was sad. Um, anything else you want? Like, there's nothing really that happened this week. You know, another slow MMA week. Uh, 
I didn't see any crazy matchups or anything that were made. Although they they seem to be putting like I'm like they keep adding fights to um the 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 Khabib Tony card and I'm like that's like three months away. Fill in some cards before. What that. else did they announce for that? They did announce something else. I can't remember. Let's just scan the front page of these guys. I can't remember. Uh, what is that? UFC 249, right? Uh, 248, I think. The Jessica Penny thing was pretty fucked up. I'm not sure if you read up on that. Yeah. Yeah. If it's true, which it does seem yeah, to be. Yeah, and actually. then you saw to release this. Yeah, but that statement says, like, oh, she can fight it. But then, yeah. like, her claim is, like, yeah, but it's thirty dollars to $40,000 in lawyer fees. Like, how the fuck do you expect me to fight this? So, That's true. It, uh, it is, especially somebody who hasn't fought that long. It is a little, yeah, it is a little ridiculous. Oh, they are doing a year in review for each division. Yeah, huh? they are, actually. I, I, I was going to talk Tony? to you about that, too. I'm like, oh, I was wrong about it just being well. How dare you? But is it, what, one one a week? Like, the welterweight one was up for, like, the whole week, right? So, uh, Ryan LaFleur coming back to the PFL. Yeah. Try to win a million dollars. It's it goes. It's further to your point from last week. Yeah. Just like, why don't these guys just go to the PFL and try to get and try, yeah. right? Uh, Mark Madsen. That guy's gonna be fun to watch. Uh, nothing else. <laughs> nope. There's really nothing much. Something I learned from after uh, Wednesday, the hype will start to get there a little more after the press conference because uh, like, you might start to feel it then. Uh, something I learned from Fernanda about Brazilian fighters uh, when they have a nickname like Inya. Like there's okay. Serginho, yeah. uh, Lavinia. There's a couple other people like that. The Inya means little. Oh. So it'd be like little Livia or like little Sergio uh, or something okay. like that. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why would you want that? They're like, it's a it's a cute way of calling somebody. That's all. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, and that's another thing actually about 246. Normally by now, I'm excited to see the embeddings. Oh, yeah, like I know I, they have I don't know if they've come out yet. I don't think they've come out yet. But I, I would be like, all right, give me the embeddeds already. I want to see this. I stopped with the embeddeds. I just got bored with them. Unless I still do have, it for big fights. Unless you have a fun personality, mm-hmm. then it's it's boring. I miss the Dana blogs though. Yeah. Remember when it was just following him around for a couple like minutes a day? Yeah. Um Yeah, there is nothing much. O'Malley well, drug test. Well, after next week, we'll be getting back into the thick of the shit. So. Yeah. The following week after that is JDS and Blades. Yeah, there you go. That's a fun fight, too. Uh, Rose Andrade 2. Yeah, that was the one. Jeez, yeah. that's on the Ferguson card. Yes, 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 I'm yes. just like, why are they announcing fights for this card three months out? So far. It's too far out. Uh, yeah, there's nothing else. Bandejas, Luis Pena's back. This is, yeah, this uh, Daquan Townsend guy. Did you see this? He tested positive for cocaine and fentanyl. Yeah, I know. But it was like retroactive to his last fight, so he yeah. can still fight. And like, I'm like, why are they releasing this now? What the fuck? Oh, yeah, Josh Emmett got pulled out of the Allen fight. That was supposed to be on the 246 yeah. card as well. That should have been fun. Um, Trinaldo McDessey, not a bad fight. Yeah, it's just a whatever fucking card. No. Or, or, or uh, it's slate of news. Um, yeah, I don't even want to know. Like, we haven't even done design splits. There's <laughs> no like, I want to get back on that. Um, so but next a, week, we'll, a bad split decision. Hopefully, it's not the main event. <laughs> there's always the there, worst. There's always a split decision. I always like find that. obviously the more traffic is always garnered towards the higher profile fights. Yeah, so I guess the higher profile the fight, the, the more traffic. So Imagine I guess Connor you know wins what, Connor Cowboy. Split. Let's do that. I hope they go to a split decision oh so we can fucking. And Connor gets it. a win there. Oh god! And then everyone thinks Cowboy won. The that's going to be ridiculous. Rematch. So you might actually get the three fights in. Do a good <laughs> immediate rematch in like fucking rematch July. Cowboy. But then and if it's a five-round fight, it'll probably be a war if it's a split they decision. They can fight in July. 
That's it's oh, five yeah. months. Yeah, six Cow- months. Not cowboy for cowboy. That's probably too much fighting. But for Connor, he could do it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much it for this fucking episode. I don't want to drag this on much longer. Yeah. Um, no deciding splits this week. Oh yeah, we'll have plenty to talk about next. week. We'll do that next week. The lull is over. The lull is over. But then there is one week lull again after the yeah, JDS fights. Okay. But we'll be back and then into the eight thick of straight things. fucking events right after that. But we'll be back into the thick of things at yes. least. Like it's a right double now, card actually. It's judge. Like, January 25th, um, Bellator that night too. A couple nice. of their uh, featherweight fights. So that should be fun. So we'll have a lot to talk about at that point. All right. Um, subscribe, like, leave a comment. You guys know what the fucking drill is. We'll see you guys next week.